Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hello, everyone. You've downloaded our podcast. It's Friday and on Friday. Here it is. Wait. Wait. Hey, you're too long. (laughs) Take it back. That is too much work for a Friday. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. It is a Friday, so it's time to recap what we've done with this. Getting to know. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. If you're listening to us in the car right now, scan the cars around you. Can you see any bumper stickers? It seems to be a very Brisbane thing to wrap your school on your car. My eldest son is going to a Catholic school next year. And you guys are convinced that I'm going to get a sticker of the school on the back of the car. And I don't know why you guys are so excited. Once you start paying for schooling, in your welcome pack you get a little sticker of the school and everyone's proud to be like, I want you to know how much I'm paying. I am paying for school. I think the sticker should be as big as the fee. So that one should take up the whole back window. I always thought the bumper sticker was a Think of the past. This week, I learnt I was wrong. My dad's a fine writer, so I got him to cut me out the Mexican to put the bat on the back of my fiesta, because it's a fiesta. Oh, I like it. That's yes. good. We've got, like, a upside-down okay... And if someone looks at it, you go, ha, gotcha, and you ah. punch them. Oh, <laughs> so good. I've got my Snapchat on the back of my car. Your Snapchat? Yes. <laughs> right, okay. Oh, you should get your TikTok yeah. handle, Maddie. Oh, Not a bad idea. Hey, Steph. Yeah. I like it. Since you're following me, follow me on TikTok. What else did I learn about the humble sticker? Well, it can save you from a car accident. I've got a sticker on the back of my car that says, my brakes are great. How's your insurance? Nice. Oh, well done. Of another one. What's yeah. the other one? If you can read this, get off my ass or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Or pull my hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Carol, what are you that? <laughs> Thank you, Carol. I want to pull my hair one. <laughs> <laughs> This weekend is the last game of the season for the Brisbane Broncos and we'll be celebrating Alex Glenn running out for the very last time. And Glenn goes in to score. I want to go out there and finish with strong wins and we'll celebrate at the end of the year. We caught up with our mate Paddy Carrigan and I learned, well, he's been a fan of Lexi for quite a long time. I said to Lexi the other day, I didn't realise how old he was until... Mum showed me a photo of me and him at a Bronx fan day when he was, like, in his first couple of years. Wow. I was, like, eight, and he's a young buck with some diva earrings in, but um, <laughs> I'm going to miss him, and he's good fun. Here's something you can learn about Paddy. Whenever there's a new kid who starts with the Broncos, they actually live with him as a flatmate. And I learnt he's a bit of a pest. If this is the last game, you're allowed to get out of the bubble and go and see your girlfriend for the first time in ages. Yeah, I'm sick of my housemates, honestly. We've got a gel blaster now. Oh, so we saw. You love it, don't you? Yeah, it's the best. One of the boys is asleep on the couch, and you put this on Instagram last night, you just smash into him with the gel blaster. Anytime one of us comes home now, someone's always waiting, and you're walking in the front gate getting shot at. I hope when you make it down the Gold Coast and open the door for you, to your girlfriend, and the first time she's just like, I'm loading on you. <laughs> I also learned that he treats them like his own little children. I, I'm, I'm the dad, see, so if my son's fall asleep on the couch, I give him a little kiss and send him off to bed. <laughs> That's not accurate. You're really supposed to carry them, Pat. I didn't want to see that next time. <laughs> 
Yeah, and then tuck them over your in. shoulder. They pretend to be asleep because they can't be bothered walking. Then drop them into bed, read a bedtime story. Yeah. <laughs> what are they going to do without you? <laughs> I know. Tell me about it. Now, I reckon what are you going to do without them? Imagine if you had to live on your own. What would you be like? Be so bored and no kids to look after. It's terrible when they move out of home, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> You're 23. Can we just remind everyone that? We always say on this show, we chase the story. Chase the story. Well, aren't we a city full of stories? But sometimes they're a bit unbelievable. A folklore. This one is a local one. And if anyone knows this story, please call 13 1060. Okay. There is a hill in Mount Cotton. That's it? That's it. That's it. There is a hill in Mount Cotton. So what is special about this hill? Then we got to go and check it out. True story. It happened to a friend of a friend of mine. I learned, well, this one is very well known around Brisbane. You drive halfway up the hill on a dead end road. Then you put your car in neutral. The car will then roll up the hill by itself. The locals say that uh, there was a bus crash and you can hear ghost feet scrambling around your car. Ghost feet. Pushing you up the hill. I also learned that's not our only magic hill. Some people have said to me that there's one in Tuong Cemetery. On Frederick Street, my stepdad used to take me there when I was like six years old and scare the hell out of me. He used to put a cricket ball or a tennis ball on the ground and the ball would roll downhill and the car would go up. He explained it to me like, oh, it feels like angels pick you up and move you around. It was nothing like that. Inside the cemetery? Yeah. Inside the cemetery, so the street closest to Frederick Street. And, yeah, just, just opposite Thorpe Street. I do want to send Stab out there in the Black Thunder. <laughs> now, surely, this cannot be real, can it? We sent Stabby Boy to the Tawong Cemetery to find out. I am in Tawong Cemetery where supposedly if I put my car in neutral, I will coast up the hill. I am about to do it and see if this works. My car is idling, it's in drive, and now in three, two. One, it's going into neutral. I am taking my foot off the brake and... Oh, my God, guys, I'm going forwards! I'm going forwards, guys! Oh, my God! Are you lying? Yeah, of course, that didn't work. Well, I could tell when you're faking, but Matt was very excited. <laughs> I can never tell when someone's faking. <laughs> <laughs> what a shame, eh? Tell you what, if you're around the area this weekend, give it a go and let us know how you went. That's what I've learned this week, and you can learn a whole lot more with the podcast. It's on the listener app now. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Yeah, did. How many hot food challenges have you taken on before? A lot. You've lost count. Like the hot wing challenge you always do. Mm -hmm. Did the burger out at Wellington Point, the hottest burger in the world. Had to wear rubber gloves. Because people ask me. He's a Terry. Because once you do one... They go, oh, you it's could, you, you were like, I can do it, I can do it. And you would talk to yourself up once. Mm. And then when you did it, everyone's mm. like, try you're the, again. You're a classic. What's a Terry? Terry. Terry. Terry tough guy. So you, the, when they're, the, the challenges up, like to, like, uh, yeah. Oh, me. Good. It's me. No worries. Which works in our favor when someone needs to be pushed out of a plane <laughs> or go bungee jumping. Yeah, you guys we use it to your So we, do, yes, we can't yes, complain. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Because uh, yesterday I went down to the Lord Alfred. Great. Great bar, uh, just down, we can see it from the balcony. Straight here. across the road. Great yeah. great for a beer before the footy. Yeah, no, it's lovely. And the Renault's there, it looks amazing. Um, but they've got a 10-wing uh, uh, hot challenge. You've got 10 minutes to eat 10 wings, and then five for five minutes after, you're not allowed to drink anything or eat anything else. And um, so I went down and did it yesterday, and it had, uh, yeah, it was interesting. Have a listen. That's nice. <laughs> 
at the moment. I'm sure it's gonna. Okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, that had a kick. <clears throat> Two to go. <clears throat> we got this. Now I did it. You did yes, it. I did it. I did it. But I always know, and I always know with these things, it's not at the time, it's the after. after. And and no word of lie, I was doing okay and just before we were about to start talking, it all hit and I'm back back to struggling. I was struggling all day yesterday. Um, and even though uh, the poor chef, they all came out to watch and the, the chef was lovely. Uh, and I, sm- I did smash the wings. I did it quite, quite quickly. I think I finished them in five minutes and then did the five minutes. And then we were like saying our goodbyes. And as I was walking out, the chef goes, um, oh, need to make them hotter. And I said, no, you don't. Yes, oh, I didn't know you were still here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's the hottest chili? Is it the Reaper? Go- yeah, it had Caroline. a California Reaper. Yep, it yep. had um, mm-hmm. the ghost chili as well. Um, yep. Habanero. It had a mixture of everything. Right. I did say, though, um, they still tasted nice. Sometimes you lose a lot of the taste when yeah. you just go for the heat, but they were still tasty. Well um, but I'm, 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 what I'm struggling. What do you win? Uh, I, we, we've won um, $50 uh, bar tabs for our listeners. Yeah, you do. You win bar tab Aww. if you can complete it. So thanks to Stab's Thank great oh, work welcome. and his... The Ring of Fire! Yes, I'm not so much wiping as dabbing. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Call yeah. us now at uh, 13 10 60 if you want 50 bucks to spend at the Lord Alfred uh, after a hearty meal and a frosty ale. Well, uh, the Lord Alfred Hotel is open daily with seven function spaces, the perfect spot for any occasions. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Like we always say on this show, we chase the story. Chase the story. So there was a folklore submitted, um, and a folklore is, you know, one of those stories that is passed on from generations, or maybe it's to scare us, and we don't know whether it's true. So we started on uh, on air, and if anyone can finish it, we know that it's just sort of made up. Mm. Now, usually we just put it to rest straight away, but yesterday we just we got too tickled <laughs> got by excited. it. We couldn't help ourselves. <laughs> so Abby starts off the story, and then you guys call up and see if you can finish it. Do the next sentence, okay? There's a hill in Mount Cotton. Uh, and you drive halfway up the hill on a dead-end road. Then you put your car in neutral. Uh, the car will then roll up the hill by itself. The locals say that uh, there was a bus crash and you can hear ghost feet scrambling around your car. Ghost feet. I always <laughs> love with these two, there's always a line in there, the locals say. Mm. Like, mm. That, that always gives it just a bit more depth and it's like, well, the locals have known about it for generations. Yeah, yeah. 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 And we got a call from someone saying, well, it's not just at Mount Cotton. There's one up um, at the cemetery. At Tool. On Frederick Street. My stepdad used to take me there when I was like six years old and scare the hell out of me. He used to put a cricket ball or a tennis ball on the ground and the ball would roll downhill and the car would go up. He explained it to me like, oh, it feels like angels pick you up and move you around. It was nothing like that. He just said that to scare me, but it did still scare me, being in the cemetery. Inside the cemetery? Yeah. Inside the cemetery. So the street closest to Frederick Street. And, yeah, just, just opposite Thorpe Street. Okay, so you went there yesterday to mm-hmm. test it. Mm-hmm. I can tell you I was in view of Thorpe Street. Yeah. Oh, my God, guys, I'm going forward. I'm going forward, guys. Oh, my God. Are you lying? Yeah, of course, that didn't work. Mm, yeah, it was, it was Sorry, disappointing. It there was are people saying that you're at the wrong hill. I, I know you're going to say that you're not there, saying that there's one inside the cemetery that's not as steep. I'm happy to go back. Can you just, do it just, at 2am? I feel like the spirits, if they are there moving you, they don't like the daylight. You know, they're nocturnal. I tell you what, Monday morning, because it's on my way, I'll swing past on the way to work and I'll give it another crack. 
Yeah, because people have said I was disappointed. Right. And, like, we hear give, you. Give, give the complete direct where you think it is, and I'll, I'll try it. People there. are saying that the Mount Cotton one does work. Because they, they are you, a thing. Yeah. Well, are they? Yeah. Yeah. So what we thought we'd do is we've talked all the spiritual thing about, you know, the locals and their bus, bus crashes. You're inside a cemetery, so you obviously assume that the dead people are coming out of their graves to mm. help push your car along. Who knows how many old RACQ workers are in that cemetery? That's a good point. You know, they That's might a good be, point. You know, in their afterlife, they love their job so much. Yeah. Like, let's just give people a boost. Yeah. But Dr. Carl, who everyone knows, not from Neighbours, the Dr. Carl, the scientist, yeah. who is very good at explaining this stuff, we're going to get... A view of how this is working, how a car can go in neutral uphill mm. from a science perspective. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to do that next. You never know. He might just say there is no science. And he might uh. say it's tiny feet pushing Tiny ghost off. feet. Tiny, tiny ghost, ghost feet. feet. Yes, I, that's going to be his answer, yeah. I reckon. Uh, Dr. Carl on the air next to explain <clears throat> this Brisbane phenomenon. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We are chasing the story and it's all to do with mountains where you put your car into neutral and instead of rolling down, it rolls up. Mm-hmm. Little ghost feet come out and they pick up the car and run up the hill with it. That's what the story is. Do the next sentence, okay? There's a hill in Mount Cotton. Uh, and you drive halfway up the hill on a dead end road. Then you put your car in neutral. Uh, the car will then roll up the hill by itself. The locals say that uh, there was a bus crash and you can hear ghost feet scrambling around your car. Ghost feet. Now, as a society, there's always two schools of thought, religion and science. Mm. This man is all about science. Dr. Carl joins us this morning. Is it little ghost feet or is <laughs> there a scientific explanation to this phenomenon here in Brisbane? Uh, good morning. Uh, it isn't ghost feet. There is a scientific explanation. Okay. See, you've got a hill, mm-hmm. and there are hundreds of these so-called gravity hills or magnetic hills, mystery hills, anti-gravity hills. There's hundreds of them around the world. They all have one thing in common, which is that you do not get a good, unobstructed view of the horizon. You can't see the horizon. Right. And the second thing that really helps is if you've got a bit of a wind on this hill, and it pushes the trees over a fairly constant wind and so the trees are just leaning mm. and they're just leaning enough that you think the trees are vertical but actually they're leaning a little bit and then if you take the trees as being vertical then you think well that's vertical but gee my car's rolling downhill and the way to prove it is just to get some water mm. and then it'll run downhill and you can see hey that's downhill water goes downhill mm. so you're just being fooled by an optical illusion where you think that something that is uh, actually going uphill, you think it's flat. Is that, have I got the right way around or is it the other way around? Well, yeah. see, we also had someone call and say that um, their, their stepdad took them to one in the cemetery. A cricket ball would roll one way, but the car would roll the other way. Okay, let's go to that cemetery and do it because uh, the thing about memories is that you can easily implant yeah. a false memory into one quarter of people. Mm. Now, but it's on Reddit all over the world, Dr. Carl, and um, the internet doesn't <laughs> Gotta lie. Got to be true. Got to be true. So, yeah. I've seen it on YouTube. <laughs> um, this is one for you. Do you actually believe in some form of ghosts? I'd like to. Just show me the data. Mm. And the thing is that there's never any data. <laughs> all you've got with regard to UFOs, even mm. though we have sharp cameras everybody with everybody nowadays, all we get is out-of-focus, mm. poorly exposed photos. And with ghosts, all you get is 
a smudge. Mm. Uh, I, I want to see a sharp photo of a ghost, and I want to talk to a ghost. I want to see one. I want to hear one. Mm. You I, never get it. All you get is just uh, crappy quality recordings. I agree, Dr. Carl. We've been able to capture many celebrities um, nude from like 68 miles away, but for some reason, whenever there's a UFO, someone has the worst <laughs> megapixel camera ever. Like, the UFO never turns up when someone's got their XLR. Got, yeah, they've got know? their lens on Orlando Bloom on a canoe, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> so what you're saying is, with these hills... It, it's an optical illusion. It's, it's actually rolling downhill, but it looks like it's an uphill. That's right, simply because the tree, you can't see the horizon, yep. and the trees are pushed over a little bit by the local wind, mm. and so you take the trees as vertical, and you haven't got a horizon to compare them to, and then blow me down thinking that the trees are vertical, the car appears to roll downhill. Mm. There is an opposite phenomenon where you've got an uphill road, you know, not a downhill road that appears flat, but an uphill road that appears flat, and the bike riders know about this, and they call it a false flat. Right. So it appears flat, but they're working extra hard. Okay, it's really uphill. Yeah, right. Ah. Not gonna lie, I mean, you, you're giving us a truthful answer, but it's, it's disappointing, quite disappointing, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah. we wanted yeah. some sort want of magnetic pull yeah. into the mountain mm. that does move yeah. you up, or the ghost feet would have been nice. Ghost feet something. would have been nice, but that's okay. Science is always sometimes. And, and nobody's ever solved the, the really big one, which mm. is why the full moon on the horizon, which is smaller for two reasons, you can measure it being smaller with an optical instrument, and it's smaller firstly because there's 30 times more air between you and the moon when it's on the horizon, the vertical, and that shrinks it. And right. secondly, it's actually further away mm. by the radius of the Earth. So it's actually smaller, but it looks bigger. Wow. We still do not have a good answer to why the full moon on the horizon looks so much bigger than the same moon a few hours later. We don't oh. have that answer. Wow. Well, Dr. Carl, thank you so much, mate. If we want to check out um, some of your great work as well, your little book of climate change science is out now too. Um, so those gravity hills here in Brisbane have nothing to do with spirits. But they do exist. Let's take that yes. from it. Yes, they, yes. They do exist. They do exist. Yeah. Dr. Carl, pleasure, mate. Thank you for your time this morning. Thank you, Dr. Abby, Dr. Matt and Dr. Stav. Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. It's always the saying that it's so hard to buy um, a present for someone who's got everything they yes, want. Yes. You know, it's always easy to find presents for someone who's really materialistic and loves presents. You're like, oh, great, this is great. You can yeah. get whatever and they're going to be happy. But here's the thing. It's Father's Day on Sunday. Mm. And what do fathers actually want? Because I'm constantly told, don't get anything. And I feel like that's a bit of a trick. And when the kids want to get something, mm. and mm. I don't know if I plan an event, take out for brunch, because I've, when I ask Scotty, he just goes, oh, just another day, I don't want anything. So do we just ignore it? Well, I, I know you can't ignore Father's Day because we want our love to be lavished upon us. So you do. But not in the form of gifts. I always say to Esther every year, she goes, what do you want for Father's Day? Same for my birthday. She goes, what yep. do you want for your birthday? What do you want for Christmas? So the same thing that I want every time there's a celebration of me, babe. Yeah. Mm. And that is to save money. Mm. Don't buy nothing. So you don't want any presents. Save the money. Could, what, what, could she go one better and put the money that she may have bought a present for into your savings? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Or into the mortgage. Stop it, Stav. Stop yeah. it. You so, naughty, naughty boy. Okay, so just <laughs> Father's Day. There's $20 in the savings I didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up. Yeah. And you say, happy Father's Day, and that's it. Well, no, you get the usual card the kids so you made. Do, it. Okay, all right. No, I've read school, but made at school, free of charge there. 
I can. I'm. I'm fine with you know maybe five bucks spent at a, the Father's Day store, which is always standard. That's more for the kids because they like doing it. It's, but, like, it's like on your birthday, yeah. Especially for me, I don't know about you, Maddie, but I don't want cake, but everyone else wants cake, so you get a cake. Correct. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm doing on Father's Day? Yeah. Hosting a lunch. And you like that? I do. I'm cooking for people. I enjoy that. So Kat's parents, it's her mum's birthday on the Monday and Father's Day on the Sunday. So they're going to come over. We're going to cook them. A, Cause Scott make, said make one of my patented It's platters. just another day. He doesn't really care. So the kids have got all the usual stuff like that you just mentioned. Yeah. But um, uh, Finney's got a tournament, a tennis tournament, and he's asked just for him and I to go. Yeah. So I was like, so I'll just go. Mm. Um, and then he'll have the other kids. And then that night, I'm going to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with one of the kids. So we're not doing anything. So it's more of a day for you. No, because he said don't do anything. It's going to the opening of a theatre show. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. Father's well, Day he could go if he wants to go. He, but he, he go. said that he would My wife's going to that too, to be honest. He said he couldn't stand going. So yeah. I was like, that's great. I'll yeah. just go with one of the kids. But I'm leaving him with a couple of kids at nah. all times so that it's So you've gone Day. too far past there. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, we do want something yeah, to be alone. You know, not spend money. But also, too, I don't want to go to a lunch where, and this is what always happens, and it's the same on Mother's Day, like every celebration, we let's get everyone together, it's going to be so nice. Mm. But all that happens is you're crammed into a restaurant, mm. it's more expensive, the kids run around, it's you don't packed. really get to eat your meal yeah. properly. Like, my, my birthday especially, all I want to do is just, like, go somewhere with Esther, just the two of us. I don't want to go out to dinner with every family member, I don't want to do all of that. You know what Father's you Day, you want to make sure that you don't have any kids around. Yeah, 100%. Oh, okay, well then, yeah, you should have said that. <laughs> we shouldn't have had them in the first place, and we would have really enjoyed Father's Day is what How I'm getting. good would it be? I mean, I love my children, yeah, but, but I also love silence. Yeah. Okay. So, mm. so you, okay, now we've told you this. I will take all the kids to the tennis tournament. Yes. yes. And he can just potter. You take mine too. No. <laughs> How many you got? But you only had the one. Yeah. Well, that I know of. Yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Charlie Cameron. Something out of nothing. Ow. What about that? Oh, Charlie. How did they get a goal out of that? exciting for true uh, Brisbane fans. It's so good to be back in finals and it is the second week of finals. Unfortunately, we didn't do it last week, but uh, I know that we're going to have a win against the Bulldogs tomorrow mm-hmm. night at the Gabba. Kickoff is at 7.20. And of course, Charlie Cameron joins us. How are you guys feeling all. about tomorrow, Charles? Yeah, well, good. So I've got training this morning. So um, yeah, we're excited to play at the Gabba again. So um, 100%, 100% capacity, which is huge. Mm. Training the day before, is it a little softer? Like, does everyone go, hey, calm down? Mm-hmm. Like, is if someone hurts uh, themselves at training the day before the game, that's not good news. Yeah, it's just more about just getting the legs going again, just kicking, a um, bit of handballing, kicking goals, and that's mm. it. And meeting. Do you actually have a special diet before, like carb loading the day before? Um, my uh, house um, housemate cooks uh, pasta, so yeah, most of the boys have pasta before the game, so that's the routine, I guess. Be good to do that, wouldn't it? Because we just, Manny and I just have the pasta and then don't do anything the next day. No, <laughs> no, not really, yeah. yeah. Do, you, do, do you have times to, because if you get your mad fans, right, just say you go to any restaurant that may serve food that's mm. not of the quality for a football player, let's just say it's high in fats or something. Have you ever had someone go, should you really be eating it? Mm-hmm. Uh, not really. No, no. No, well, that's I good. We really had that problem, so yeah. Are you going to tell us what your song's going to be when you kick a goal? Because that's... Um, 
Mm. I haven't decided yet. Um, I, I picked. I had Bagwell last week on oh, week for that. Sorry. Yeah, um, and you had Savage Garden decided. before that. Yeah, so I haven't decided on um, which song I want. I'm loving this new begging song. My man, Manskin. Manskin. You can use that. It's a good one. Good pump-up song. Begging, what song is that? Begging, oh, please. Yeah. They won Eurovision. Yeah. Last oh, okay. Mm. I like I like this sort of country, old-school song. So, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we have to keep it PG, so... Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. You'd always get shagging. <laughs> nah? Nah, not that much. Buddy, yes, last week's game, I saw um, Mitch put something up on TikTok. He was quite angry about the loss. Mm. There was a, a vision of him dropping a, a you know an expletive on the television. Is yep. it when you leave a game like that last week, where obviously you're disappointed that you lost, but you know that there's another chance this week to stay in it? Mentally, yep. what, what do you do over the week, like? Do you call each other? Do you text a lot to keep everyone's spirits up? Uh, I think we spoke about it after the game, um, what we learnt, and obviously move on to this week and um, the doggy. So I guess we earned a, a chance, a second chance. So um, yeah, it was a bit of disappointment that we didn't win, mm. but um, yeah, we get another chance, I guess. Mm. And, and with actually, and you know, fingers crossed, I think we're going to be okay. There was the talk of cases of COVID around Logan and stuff yesterday. Have you guys spoken to each other about the possibility of playing this final with no crowd? You uh, know, God forbid. We honest, were hoping it doesn't happen. Yeah, hopefully not. But um, doesn't matter. Doesn't really matter, I guess, for well, us. We should go and play. Put in, yeah. Try and get the win. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow night, I'm like, don't mention that. No, I know. Yeah, I was going to get through. I was, I was yeah. thinking it for, you know, uh, I mean, Perth has got the grand final mm. and we're all sort of looking at their numbers going, no, they're sweet. Yeah. We don't even know if um, Queensland fans can fly into Perth for the grand final yet. Yeah, it's because no. they're pretty. Yeah, you guys going to the game tonight? Tomorrow, uh, tomorrow. tomorrow. It's tomorrow, oh, isn't it? Tomorrow, oh, my God, Charlie, don't Charlie. get it. Charlie <laughs> 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 gave maybe a heart attack. <laughs> Better to be I'm early than mine. going to keep yeah. you on a tight lead. Yeah, You're I'm making me excited. nervous. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. That's what me and a father is all about. I am your Father's Day on Sunday, and we wanted to celebrate dads that have come into the role in different ways. Might not be the biological um, father, but mm-hmm. they really are that father figure. And I don't even like using the word stepdad. No? I don't know. Stepdad doesn't sound as warm and nice. Mm. Well, I think it's, you know, for stepdads, uh, <laughs> if we say, that they don't feel like they're a stepdad. They're just being a father to the child, well, you we're know? G- we're going to find out, aren't we? Because we have Kate and Lachlan in. Morning, guys. Good morning. You've morning. been together since 2013 and yep. Lachlan do you consider yourself a stepdad of Kate's child no not at all I think you nailed it we sort of we see the children well I can't, can't speak for all stepdads but mm. I see Leilani just as, as a daughter not as a stepdaughter but you probably still get seen as a as a stepdad not a dad yeah, yeah. there is probably one dad out there that's like nope I'm a stepdad <laughs> I'm a stepdad <laughs> <laughs> it's very important now Kate um, you, your daughter um, is autistic Yes, she is. Yeah. And nonverbal, so mm-hmm. would require extra care. Yes, she does. Yeah. So you must have been single for some time. I was. My um, my ex Leilani's dad. We split up in early two thousand and twelve, mm-hmm. um, and then about eighteen months later, I met Lachlan. Um, and yeah, we we met at the races. 
after a very long day. Uh-huh. Um, shoes in hand? Uh, yes. <laughs> very much so. No um, shoes at all from memory. <laughs> She's a keeper. Come over here. And, um, yeah, we exchanged numbers and we sort of got talking and I definitely got to know him very well before um, I told him I was even a mum. Oh, right. <laughs> he, uh, he said, oh, I thought the kid in all your pictures was your niece. <laughs> <laughs> no. The old Instagram stalker. Yeah. 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 She's mine. <laughs> the, the day so. you, you told him about um, Leilani, though, I imagine you, you've got to drop it all at the same time. Hey, I have a child. This is the situation. She's autistic, nonverbal. How did that conversation go? Um, I He would... Well, we we sort of had been dating for a little while and he knew I had a daughter and it was actually, I think, the morning I decided to um, introduce them. And then that night, that afternoon, he was coming over for dinner and it wasn't until that morning I said, just so you know, um, Leilani's nonverbal. She has autism. Um, and then he said, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I was like, okay. Cool. All right. Well, I guess I'll uh, see you tonight for dinner. Wow. <laughs> and then that was that was it because I'd sort of worked it up in my head about I'm like, how do I tell this guy that, mm. you know, I've just broken it to him after he thought she was my niece for three weeks and <laughs> that yes, I'm also uh, her mum and now she's, you know, not your typical neurotypical child that's going to sort of, yeah be running around like a, a normal child. So <laughs> You were obviously very into Kate at that time. Um, anyway, but what was it like to meet um, Leilani for the first time? Yeah, it was interesting. I hadn't uh, had any experience with special needs children or anything of that sort of ilk. Mm. Um, but I think at first you do just take it on as, as normal and then it probably, then you start to realise when you're more involved how, how I guess, difficult it can be, Mm. just being a parent at all uh, at that stage for me. So, yeah, it sort of went in stages. At at first, it was um, just another another conversation, really. And then um, once you get involved, you realise, yeah, how much much work it can be. Mm. Because I imagine there'd be fears of, uh, you know, and a lot of people from outside sources would be saying, are you sure you want to take that on? Yeah, definitely. That's a lot to take on. Yeah, I had a heap of those conversations. but then it sort of got to the point where I couldn't see myself not having Leilani around. Mm. So it was sort of, yeah, it, it was hard, hard, and then it got, you know, I realised it would be harder without her um, after a while. So, mm. Mm. Had you had people leave in the past when you brought it up? Because some people would, would leave just finding out that a person they were dating had a kid that they didn't know about, you know? Um, yeah, I didn't. I actually didn't really. Any of, the, any of the men that I dated before I met Lachlan, I never really brought it up that mm. my daughter had special needs. Um, but I definitely had men pull away mm. or people pull away just from being a single mum. Yeah. 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 How is it looking at Lachlan's father, Leilani? Oh, great. He's yeah. amazing. Absolutely amazing. He honestly, I think, is better at it than I am. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he's he's so much more relaxed. He doesn't have any issues being silly. If there's, you know, he'll make up crazy songs while I'm trying to brush her teeth. I'm holding oh, her I want down. to hear one of these. Can we hear one? I love it. I love a good dad made up song. Can we hear it? No, that's the thing. They're impromptu on the spot. Oh, and, they're on and the spot. you got yeah. to use the, use the prompts in the room. Yeah. 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 You always need to go brushy, 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 brushy. That's exactly, yeah, kind of how it goes. Oh, I love that. It's cute. <laughs> hey, um, you're, you're amazing parents and you're an amazing man. We hope you have a great 
Father's Day on Sunday. So there is someone that wants to say thank you, and that is Mark. <laughs> now, Mark is the biological dad of Leilani. Welcome. <laughs> Pop that mask off there, Mark. You're being very COVID safe. Come up to the microphone. How are you um, going? There's something that he has said, you know, he knew you were coming in today and, and he wanted to join us on air because there's something that Mark would like to say. All righty. Mm-hmm. Nice and close to that mic there, Mark. All right. Lachlan, I'm here to say thank you for loving Leilani from the start. It's not hard for anyone to see. You hold a special place in her heart. You'll always have my respect for entering her life without fear. So see you at the brewery Father's Day, my shout for a beer, <laughs> which was my first choice. And you can bet on your life. Coming here wasn't my idea. It's all on your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it rhymed. Right. <laughs> oh, the ex-missus is like, oh, God, he's Did organized something. Yeah. What? what? That was really beautiful. <laughs> you must, you, you, you can see in your eyes how grateful you are for him stepping in and, and... Oh, God, yeah, he's done a lot for her. and So it was a big reason why it got me over the edge to actually move down to Brisbane for Leilani's sake and move away from family. So Yeah, because yeah, you... This you, has all worked out for her, so, which mm, is the main thing. Mm-hmm. So. How, does that, how does that make you feel, mate? Yeah, it's good. I mean, yeah, we're one of the lucky ones, I guess, with our relationship. Mm. Um, you know, Mark and Kate have the odd Barney, but other than that, it's a, it's a pretty good, <laughs> pretty good uh, three-way deal. And there's, you know, I know we're pretty, we're lucky in that sense because there is some some nasty situations out there, I guess, yeah. which would make everything a lot harder. So. Yeah, it's true. No, it's good you guys can get along. Yeah, you got to work through things at the end of the day. Like Lachlan supports the Broncos instead of the Cowboys. But... <laughs> <laughs> you guys actually do look like you get along. <laughs> so, so you guys are, uh, are all from Townsville, and so um, you moved down you... here for the school. Is that correct? Yeah, the special needs school. Yeah, mm. yeah, and then so that must have been hard for you to pack up your life in in Townsville, oh, Mark, it, yeah. and then move down here. All mm. family and everything up there, and lots of cousins for Leilani, etc. But the right move at the end of the day so mm. yeah which is really nice to hear and i guess for you for you kate how do you how do you feel having you know your new partner and your ex-partner respect each other so much it's great it's been a, a long road but it ha- makes life 100 percent so much easier mm. knowing that there's as you can see with them sitting right here there's absolutely no animosity and there's no it just makes life so much easier. And Leilani can't communicate herself. So it it just, for us to be able to all get along well for the sake of her, mm. it makes life so much easier. And it, we're like one big family now living here with my sister and everyone here. And it just, yeah, mm. it's, it, if for any parents out there that don't get along with their exes, I just say put it all to the side because for the sake of your children, 100% will make your lives so much easier. And yeah. it does. Yeah. That was really lovely, but yours didn't rhyme. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get Mark to give me some uh, some teaching. <laughs> well, um, lovely to meet you all. Uh, I hope you both have a great Father's Day on Sunday. You're two incredible men. So thank you so much for your time this morning. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers, uh, thanks, guys. Brisbane wakes up with Staff Abby and Matt on B105.